Would you go ahead and put up that uh, 1 Corinthians 15, please? 51 through 55. Happy Father's Day. Man, I see a bunch of great dads. How we're blessed. 1 Corinthians 15, we'll go 51 through 55. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. At the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For this perishable must put on the imperishable, and this mortal must put on immortality. But when this perishable will have put on the imperishable, And this mortal will have put on immortality. Then will come about the saying that is written, Death swallowed up in victory, O death. Where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? This is the fourth stanza of Draw Me Nearer in the Old Baptist Hymnal by Fanny Crosby. There are depths of love that I cannot know till I cross the narrow sea. There are heights of joy that I may not reach till I rest in peace with thee. This is entitled Ignition Liftoff. Um, It involves the hope of a Christian and some imagination and a lot of perhapses, so give me some leeway there, please. It was like any other day I had flipped on the coffee maker and the TV. The 80% chance of rain they forecasted the night before was now 100%. Although sunrise was an hour ago, it was still dark as night. Switching over to the news, I saw yet again the ratcheting up of the evil and falsehood in the world. Evil masquerading as good was now common and being more and more accepted as fact by the majority of the earth dwellers. Suddenly, I heard the sound of a trumpet. In the same moment, I was ascending, unaware of any power lifting me up, and the earth beneath my feet was getting farther away with every second. I don't even remember what happened. Did I die? I was not sick. I had no pain. I was standing in my kitchen. That's all I know. As I looked earthward, I saw talons reaching and grabbing for me with a sense of desperation. But at the same time, there were angels slapping the demons away. A stench rose from the earth, but it was replaced by a pleasant aroma, like a mixture of spices and wildflowers. I saw strange combinations of colors, intermingled with each other that would normally clash, but became perfect harmony to my soul. Fluorescent, gaudy colors that would never seem appealing now were mixed with rich, deep hues in such a way that my heart seemed to sing for joy. I was immediately aware that I had a body and that it was somehow supreme to my earthly body, but defining it with words was not possible. I sensed I was not alone as I kept rising higher. The souls of all my brothers and sisters in Jesus were singing in a new, glorious way. 
the pitch was not high or low, loud or soft, but beautiful to what seemed to be my ears, mind, and heart combined. The melody was in perfect rhythm with every part of me. Although it did not resemble anything I had ever heard before, a pleasant vibration accompanied the wonderful tune. I was aware of my body as I continued to rise, but more importantly, my brain seemed to function at a much higher level. I perceived all things with a clarity I didn't know was possible. Now, a deeper understanding of sacrificial love was overwhelming me. I wept tears of pure joy as the realization of who I was in Christ now, finally, became apparent to me. The angelical beings that had protected me during my escape were now my royal escort. They were preparing me for my ultimate meeting with the groom. The dirty, earthly clothes I had left behind were now replaced with a gleaming white robe more brilliant than the sun, and the purity from it made me feel worthy for presentation to my betrothed. A certain softness and warmth radiated from it. A fresh understanding of real comfort and security oozed from it and saturated my being. My willingness to sin and even my ability to do so was gone. All old passions drawing me away from my Savior were gone. A barrier built by the cross had been set. No longer was the access to my mind for the father of lies, and he could deceive me no more. Had this taken seconds or hours, I couldn't tell because time stood still and seemed to have no meaning. Little thought was given to my past life and the people I'd loved due to the overwhelming desire to see the only one who mattered. Although I knew definite limits were set, my mind was expanding, but the satisfaction of any new information that seemed to answer old questions was eclipsed and dwarfed by the knowledge and anticipation of the upcoming event of unhindered fellowship with Jesus. Then, like the other senses of sight and sound, the sweet taste of honey, only better, overcame my taste buds. I was not dreaming because the taste was real, although it was all well beyond description because the taste was more satisfying than anything I had experienced before. Then assurance was given to let me know exactly what was occurring. First Thessalonians four fifteen through 17 For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we shall always be with the Lord. Upward still I went, but it seemed more than just height. I was entering into a whole new realm. I was allowed to remember many of my earthly situations. I now saw clearly all the many interventions that were necessary to rescue me from the wiles of the devil and my own sinful nature. I saw that I was saved from being snatched out of my father's hand many times. 
the wretched man that I was had been left behind. I knew I was closer to home as we approached the gleaming river. And with my sinful passions gone, I felt worthy to cross to the other side. Entrance that had been forbidden was now accessible to the redeemed saint. Although already a part of the church on earth, now I finally could see I was truly and fully, without any doubt, the bride of Christ. I was overcome with blissful happiness. All conflict in my heart was gone, and I knew the meaning of unspeakable joy. As we made the crossing, I saw a huge banquet hall. I stepped over the threshold. I could see the tables were set for a great marriage feast. Then I saw him. Sheer glory overwhelmed me. As I ran to him and dove headlong into his arms, I knew in my heart it was only the beginning. There's a hymn in the old Baptist hymnal called Face to Face. And many of you probably have sung it many times or at least know it. Face to face with Christ my Savior. Face to face, what will it be? When with rapture I behold him, Jesus Christ, who died for me. Only faintly now I see him with the darkling veil between. But a blessed day is coming when his glory shall be seen. What rejoicing in his presence when the banished grief and pain, when the crooked ways are straightened and the dark things shall be plain. Face to face, oh blissful moment, face to face to see and know, face to face with my Redeemer, Jesus Christ, who loves me so. Here's the chorus. Face to face I shall behold him far beyond the starry sky. Face to face in all his glory, I shall see him by and by. Lord, we thank you for the hope and the promises you've made, Lord. We know we will be with you someday. There'll be no distractions, Lord. There'll be no barriers. We look so forward to it, Lord. But as we struggle through this life, Lord, we, we ask for your help and your assurance Give us your strength, Lord, through the Holy Spirit to accomplish your will. Help us to do your will, Lord. Let our worship be sweet this day, Lord. Let the teaching be edifying. Thank you for a time when we can come together such as this, Lord. Pray in Jesus' name, amen.